0: how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner.
1: It's the Score
0: North Twin Show. I'm just taking a stroll through Score North Twitter here. Oh boy. where, Where the clip of Declan's hot take, one of the hottest takes I think in Score North Twin Show history. Made its way to the internet yesterday where, where Declan said, we're going through our 26-man playoff roster. We got we had our pencil sharpened. We're going through We're trying to figure out who would we put on the Twins playoff roster, and Declan stopped the show to tell us. I wouldn't put Griffin Jacks on there because he's lost 10 games and I don't trust him.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He,
0: pitched, he pitched a clean inning last night right
2: he did pitch a clean inning last night yes um in, re- in response to the controversial
0: negativity. take yeah
1: very yeah. controversial
0: and I love how
2: too they're like you know, you're using wins and losses I'm not using wins I'm using losses which is right. an exclusive <laughs> right. reliever statistic like that does matter yes I don't care like Sonny Gray has what six wins in the year and he's gonna finish top five in Cy Young votes not because yeah. of his win total necessarily if you are a reliever. And you have blown one in every six, every 10% of time you're coming into the game, you are blowing the game. That's a significant more, reason to have that, trust right?
0: issues. Let me see here. How many times? Let's do the math here. Yeah. To your point about wins and losses, pitcher wins. Anyone can pick up a win. Yeah, the I, rules are weird. You got to go at least five. But if a reliever yeah. comes in and gets an out in yeah. the inning again, it's like, but not anyone can get a loss. A loss is specifically your fault. <laughs> you are the one, especially if you're a reliever, right? You are the one that lost the game. So uh, I'm going to defend Declan here a little bit. Yeah, Griffin Jacks, one in every seven times he has taken the mound so far this year, he has blown a game in some capacity. I'm putting him on the playoff roster, but I'm just defending your take here. Uh, going, going through some of these comments is hilarious. Uh, and that's the last I need to listen to anything Declan says regarding baseball. Good to know. <laughs> They're listening before. Worked Um, up
1: this week, man. They are worked up between this and Kirk Cousins. Ooh,
0: are they mad. It's not your playoff roster, Declan, thankfully. Uh, Dex, I respect your takes, man, but this one is woof with a a gif, a gif of Kevin McAllister from Home Alone (laughs) Alone saying woof. Mm -hmm. So, uh, oh, spicy, spicy twin show yesterday. I feel like like, people are on edge here because we're going into a twins playoff. It's always a little edgy. Mm -hmm. When you're going into Twins playoff season, because they always stumble all over themselves. The Vikings are (laughs) 0-3. You know, the Gophers gave up a three-touchdown lead in the fourth. Everyone's, like, a little on edge right now.
1: And and they especially don't like it when, like, it gets real. So if things are going well, like, if the Vikings are winning 13 games, there's very little to, like, Like, you can call them lucky, but you're not picking on certain players, right? I feel like we don't like it when decisions and And now hashtag analysis gets real. And so, and so we start to get very defensive of players. It's a weird thing too. Um, I don't know if some people, and just to be very clear, I don't think Twitter reflects our viewers or listeners. So like, I think they see what Declan puts out on socials and I think that they, they react to it, but I don't think that means they're score Northers. I think that just means they see it. And, and, uh, rebel against it, but I finally tweeted a guy last night because he was, you know, um, defending Quazy, you know. It, Quazy was given a terrible team for the Vikings, and I finally said, you know, he's not going to be your friend. Like, right, Quazy's right. not going to come to <laughs> Hey, who's there? Hey, it's Quasi. I really appreciate your support. Thank <laughs> you saw, so much. I was scrolling
0: through Twitter, was, man, and I just had to shake through, your
1: hand. <laughs> I've been looking for someone to push back on this Zuglad guy, and you did it. Congratulations! <laughs> you know, so it's just it's this weird thing. It's like, and here's the other thing I don't get about um, about Twitter too to to this point. Like the Griffin Jackson is a conversation. He's on my playoff roster but Declan brought up an interesting point. Yeah. And and so it's an interesting point. So I I find it very odd that people like get totally defensive for Griffin Jacks when the reality is this. You can pick apart anyone you want who has struggled, who has 10 defeats. That doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean you hate the guy. It just means it's a fair conversation. It's a very fair conversation. He's lost 10 games and early he's had He's had two cycles because I I said you were on this first in the season. You were well, on but first. then but but then he got really good, and I just totally backed off. And then you came back with a knockout punch, which I love. But <laughs> but but the reality is <laughs> a knockout it, punch <laughs> take. It's a conversation. Like I I get where you're coming from. I don't agree, but that's fine.
0: So yeah. no, I mean it, I think it 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 makes you think about because I mean, this is part of the exercise of the 26 man roster that yes. we did, and we. We did bullpen confidence rankings with Doogie last week on uh, on Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd, and it, it's more of an exercise in who are you confident in in the seventh inning of a tie game, and you're trying to avoid 0-19, or you're trying to close out a playoff series. Where does Griffin Jack sort of fall in that trust tree? And I think we all agree that that even though he might be the setup guy on paper, that now that Brock Stewart is back, and now that Chris Paddock is apparently throwing 99 miles, was he, did he? Did I see that right. Yeah. He touched 99 yeah, on the yes. target yeah. field gun.
2: And I think that was the yes. funny part too. The defending of Jack's like, oh, he he can be the fifth or sixth guy in a bolt like that's so that's 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 where we're at here. He can be the fifth or sixth guy. Was it a uh, Mike Petrello? Uh, how do you pronounce his last name? LB.com? Yeah, I think it's Petrello. Petrello, yeah. Petrello, right? Very good. Yeah. And he tweeted out last night. That it may be too much, uh, too much, too soon to ask of this from Paddock, but there's a version of this late season pen that includes Varland, Paddock, Stewart, Maeda, Pagan, Feelbar ahead of Duran. That's seven you guys. Seven guys. That's yeah. seven guys, and they could still fit in Griffin Jackson to that equation too. But think about that.
0: Those seven guys. And then there and then the three starting pitchers. So there there's ten so he's essentially naming ten pitchers before you get to Griffin Jax. So I, I'm just I yeah. I stand with Declan but, here. Okay. Yeah, well it
1: to me it was a sports drug. Like I didn't even think about Jax. And then De- Dex is is like, hey, try Name try t- this t- here baseball t- t- drug. T- and then my mind opened up. <laughs> And then my mind opened up. It was like a baseball acid trip. And I'm like, can "Oh see my god!" A baseball
0: oh yeah, baseball acid trip. Yeah. The god. other thing people are commenting on on the on the clip that made its way to social is Judd's. You can see yeah. Judd what? having the epiphany. Yeah. What? I never I thought did. of this. I never. You can. I just, it's didn't. it's like we talk about this with Joey Gallo, right? It, it, when you're trying to lose 20 pounds and you're trying to avoid getting the the, the snacky munchies at nine o'clock at night, what's the best way to avoid? Putting four hundred unnecessary uh, uh, unnecessary calories in your body. Don't have a bag of Doritos in your pantry at nine o'clock at night. Take it out of your house. Uh, this is, yes, I love. What's this. the best way to avoid the eleventh loss by a reliever in a season in the second game of your wild card series? Don't yep. don't even yeah. he's well, not even available to you. Right.
1: That's my Buxton point. That's my Buxton point. I'm afraid Rocco will look at Buxton and be like, oh, yeah, Byron Buxton's active. Let's use him. And it would Getting be a like, strike out, strike out, bang, he gains 20 pounds back. <laughs> um, by the way, I I will say this. Um, if you watch Chris Paddock's entire outing last night, I'm not so sure he's on my playoff roster.
0: Well, this, the second inning was rough.
1: Well, I'm just saying that, yeah. And it, that's, one, that's Oakland as checked out as possible. And two, Ninety nine is awesome. That's great. But I gotta see this sec I gotta see what else secondary. Like I, I've gotta see way more secondary and I've just got I've gotta see more. Um there's gotta be something else there. And look, he's just coming back. I just don't know yet.
0: But they're gonna have to put per hour exercise yesterday, once you get whether they keep eleven pitchers or twelve pitchers, the tenth and eleventh pitcher or the eleventh and twelfth pitcher. You're gonna have to take a flyer on a guy, either Bailey Ober, who's way past his career innings, yeah, or Chris Paddock, who's barely pitched in two years, trying to be a reliever yep. for the first time, or yep. Cody Funderburk, who's like been in the big leagues for what a month and a half. You're the, the, you're you're gonna have to make a concession, or Griffin Jacks, who's got ten losses. You're gonna make a concession once you get to like 9, 10, 11, 12th reliever on the list here, or pitcher, I guess, on the list.
1: Yes. I'm just, I think right now, until I see more from Paddock, actually, I think my concession is Ober, probably.
0: He's probably so not. If it was between Paddock and Ober, you would put Ober on before Paddock. Right now, yes. And now, remains, if we see
1: more in the next week, that could change. Sorry, Dex, go ahead.
2: It remains 26, right? Wild card into division, into ALCS, into World Series. So it's, it's the same numbers throughout the all four rounds. Now you can reset it, right? Going into the round, you can trim or right. add any type of guy. So it's not like it's locked for all four rounds, Correct. but yeah.
0: But to, to, uh, put Mike Petrello, right from MLB.com. He had that tweet. I retweeted it last night too. And it's like listing all the basically saying there is a, a universe here where all of these pitchers that throw gas and, and Maeda as a reliever, we've talked about his track record with the Dodgers as a postseason bullpen guy, that all of these pitchers are healthy and come together It's super interesting, man. Like, this is why I keep saying, I think this team can do damage. There's a really wide variance of what this team could do. I mean, there's a wide variance in baseball playoffs anyways. But you could bring this 11, 12-man pitching staff into a playoff series. And at the bottom end of the results tree, you could have relievers that come in and walk everybody. Or, like, Pagan could blow up. Jax could blow up. Paddock, you know, hasn't pitched forever. But if all of these guys perform close to their peak capabilities, you have multiple dudes who are throwing in the upper 90s, big strikeout stuff. You've got Kenta Maeda with World Series pedigree from four or five years ago. And you have a lineup that if, if Carlos Correa comes back after, oh, we finally got the tear and the plantar uh, fasciitis, right? We're we're feeling pretty good here. And you get you get October Carlos Correa and Royce Lewis comes back from the mild hamstring. I guess what I'm saying is the best version of this Twins roster going into next week is really scary. But how many times out of 10 can they tap into the best version of, right. of their well, potential?
1: And I am far more, just based on past history, far more concerned about the bats than the pitching. Like the pitching I like. And by the way, to go back to the last time the Astros and Twins matched up in the wildcard round, the pitching was damn good. Mm-hmm. They got two great starts. Mm-hmm. They sabotaged themselves on that front, thanks to uh, thanks to Baldelli and Falvey. But it again was the bats. I need to see them come out, and and this is why I want Lewis to play so badly. My confidence barometer in the lineup skyrockets in a pressure situation with Royce Lewis either DHing or playing third base. Yeah, skyrockets.
0: Yep. So we'll we'll monitor his his status throughout the weekend. Here, Twins have five regular seasons. You know what we need? I saw. I'm a big horror movie guy. Yeah, Jud, you don't really go to movies. Spooky season, right?
1: Once in a while, but I don't uh. go to horror movies. No, and Declan, you, you're I dabble you're a in more
2: movie. of thriller, and I can do some horror. I'm not like a, a the the female version is called a scream queen, right? Like the people that continue to go that are like in horror films, actresses that are in horror films, like in so many different ones. I wouldn't say I'm a screen or king. Yeah, I'm not one of those, yeah. but I can dabble yeah. in a few. I like more thriller than actual blood and guts horror. Okay,
0: I like mm-hmm. them all. I like thrillers. I like where I'm going with this is. I saw a preview earlier this week for a new Exorcist yeah. movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Exorcist it. believer, which comes out October sixth. This is not a paid promo, but I will have this. It's like I'll be like the first person <laughs> at the theater on October sixth. My wife will stay. 500 miles clear of this. I will just be going alone. And it got me thinking, like, all the angst this week about the Twins. People are fighting on the Internet. People are going at Declan for his Griffin Jacks take. And everyone's – we need, like, a Twins playoff exorcism. We need to – and I think maybe we can just kind of do it on the show here, where if if we were to – what are what are all the different – figureheads of Twins playoff failure from the last almost 20 years, the 0-18 stretch. Can we put all of those figureheads in a figurative room here on the Scorner Twin show? Like Phil Cuzzy? Let's get them all in a room here and let's have an exorcism and let's just rid ourselves of all of this angst and all of the 0-18, all of the stress, all of the tension that's been built up for two generations of Twins fans and go into next week free-minded. Who who would we have to put in that room? (laughs) Phil Cuzzy's number one, right? He's the, for those of you uh, younger Twins fans out there, the Twins are on the verge of taking control of a series against the Yankees. Like, 2000, was that 2009? It was 2009. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Joe Maurer ropes a ball down the left field line at Yankee Stadium, and Phil Cuzzy staring right at it. He is the left field umpire. It's playoffs, right? You literally have, like... A left exos. field umpire. Yeah. Your only job base. is to call yeah. fair foul. Yeah. Staring right at it, and the ball hits probably like a foot and a half inside the fair foul line. Bounces to the corner. Twins would have had a rally going. He calls it foul. And then the Twins go on to lose the game. It's like the eighth inning.
1: He's still working, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's ridiculous. He's still working,
2: too. It, and a St. Paul I guy. Saw...
1: And from St. Oh, Paul. Oh, because he is? Yes, he's a, oh, he's a Minnesota that. native. He just ejected a guy to... Did you see see that he he had the plate and someone from the dugout said, "F you," and he said, "F me, F you," and he tossed him.
0: Phil it was born in New Jersey. Who
1: am I thinking He's of?
0: Tim Cheetah. Tim Cheetah.
1: A big <laughs> difference between Tim Cheetah, who was there for Joe Negro in '87 with yeah. the uh, wrong one. with the filing.
0: I believe that was, uh, uh, Tim Chita, Henry, I, I believe, before. still lives in, like, northern Minnesota. He still lives somewhere nearby. I think he worked. You the, last I, the last I last I
1: heard, he was 10 at Mancini's. Okay. Spinning Yarns. I think Shooter had that. There you go. He's spinning yards. We, we had him on once, Dex. He was great.
0: Oh, he's a great storyteller. He yes. told
1: all these stories about, like, TK and stuff and umpiring games in the Metrodome. That was a lot of fun.
0: Who else would we have to put in that room with Phil Cuzzy? So let's get all, everyone. Everyone who represents a Twins playoff demon, Nick, Nick Punto, yep, for overrunning third yep. base. Yep, yep. That was also 2009. Uh, I yep. have John, John Gordon freaked out.
2: I have Joe Nathan in extra innings. Yeah, Joe Nathan and like,
0: Alex Rodriguez yeah. who's in town, by the way. Yep. Sometimes, anyways, for hitting the three-run homer off Joe Nathan. Right.
2: Uh, yes. and he has like a playoff ERA of like nine. Like Joe Nathan cost the Twins at least a couple playoff games. Uh, I have, if you guys remember this one, this is a sneaky one. Remember in 06 when Torrey Hunter dove for a ball and it turned into an inside the park home run?
0: Oakland, yep. That's mm-hmm. on there for me. That is 100% Mark, on there for me. Mark Kotze, I think. Didn't Mark, Mark Kotze, Kotze hit that yeah. ball? Yep. Yep.
2: Uh, another one, I I have like five written down here. Uh, another one I have written down, Irvin Santana in 2017 after getting a 3 nothing lead in the top of the first
0: oh against the yankees against the yankees and those your homer they blitzed they blitzed luis severino in that game in the first inning yep
2: Yep. and then i think urban santana gave it right back in the bottom half
1: yeah that's funny because i often don't even think of that game because that team was was such a playoff surprise and it was a one and done right but yeah he did he did he coughed it back up
0: quickly the first inning felt like oh man this team is different they're going in here. No, no fear. Dozier. Didn't Dozier hit the leadoff? Home yeah, get a, a two-run bomb or something. Yeah, they went
2: back to but
1: back. But you know what else? Something. So let, let's let go also big picture here with Phil's interpretation of, of, you know, since 2004, game one against the Yankees at the stadium. This has been a nightmare. Like, this has been a horror film. Do you know what else? It's the Twins' attitude of ignoring the fact that the call is coming inside the house it's the well this streak isn't our problem i no, didn't this build streak, the house i didn't yeah, build the house this I... streak but but i mean it's the it's the blonde who goes downstairs when she hears a noise instead of calling the cops like <laughs> the twins are just this oh yeah you know we're in the playoffs now that the old losses aren't our problem it's like no the streak is huge you don't understand them and they're <laughs> They like go downstairs. They throw the door to the basement open. They go uh, go back. They, downstairs, and then they get downstairs and they get knifed immediately.
0: It's like you know this house is haunted. Acknowledge yeah. Yeah. that the house is haunted. Yes, fix the problem. That's why Kyle Kyle Farmer Kyle Farmer is like who's the guy uh, Doctor Loomis in the Halloween movies? Oh yeah, Doctor Loomis. Oh. <laughs> right? He's yep. uh, if the famous actor, the ball guy. They would bring him in for like uh, for the first two Halloween movies. They literally would bring him in for a day of filming because they couldn't afford him for two weeks. And and he was the one that was warning the entire town about Michael Myers. I've known Michael Myers for 20 years since he was a kid. I know what he's capable of. And everyone's like, it's Halloween, man. Why don't you lighten up? No, you're all going to die if you don't watch out for Michael <laughs> That's Myers. Kyle Farmer is the one <laughs> during the celebration at Target Field last week, last Friday night, champagne's flowing, and he's on the microphone he's saying, I know about the ON 18 It's going to end this season, next week. Kyle Farmer is the only one, Although- to, to my knowledge, publicly acknowledging <laughs> that the 0-18 thing exists.
1: Although uh, on the Score North airwaves in 2019, Phil got the president of the Twins, Dave yeah. St. Peter, to say it's time to slay the dragon. That and then well. and then the dragon put a dagger right through the bah. Twins.
0: Okay, so we need the dragon to be in the exorcism yeah, need, room for sure. Yep. Dave St. Peter riding yeah. the, dragon With the dragon in the exorcism room.
1: I I feel like because, and they, they did not play in all the playoff games because of various injuries, but I feel like the like the duo of Morneau and Maurer as well because in a lot of ways they represent the futility of the of that streak and how it started.
2: So I'll push back a little bit on that because in 09 Morneau was out for all of September. He was out 10. throughout all of 10 or the second half of 10. So like Maurer was out
1: no
0: 4. Right, but they represent
1: no four. but they represent just the failure, the expectations, what we thought should take place i am i'm trying to look at this from the big picture standpoint of an exorcism of years of futility not just brought on by certain series but they were there when it
0: started it was the era the m M&M boys m joe era. was there when it's, yeah.
1: exactly it's an era of just epic disappointment and the fact that they couldn't play also part of the problem
2: yeah i know I, I would argue though that it was honestly, it's glass half empty because you only got to see them in 06 in a playoff run and then 163 in 08, which you lost to the White Sox. Like, you never got to see, other than that, that's all you got from Mauro in the playoffs. Like, that's all but, that's all it that's, was.
1: That's the that's the point. that That's the point of this entire exercise. It's an exorcism of failure for any reason possible. The fact they didn't so the fact, play. The fact they were
0: unavailable is yes, sort of, they, yeah. Okay. They were
1: the hope and yet they couldn't play.
0: Well, to that point, Declan brings up 2006. I think if we could just put the Francisco UCL. Liriano's torn ACL in that room, just yeah. just his elbow, <laughs> yeah, dropping. The I don't pull. know. I don't. I, <laughs> it's just an arm yeah. in the room. Whose arm is that? Oh, it's uh, just, it's 2006 Frankie, Francisco it's Liriano, a Liriano don't UCL. Don't worry about yeah. it. It's fine. <laughs> and maybe we put some of the pitchers that shouldn't have been starting in playoff games in that room too. Like Boof Bonzer mm-hmm. probably needs to be in that well, room. Well.
1: Yeah. And and so so I think uh Baldelli's negligence towards the streak does too, but so does Gar- Gardy's nervousness towards it.
0: Yeah, the jittery Gardy for sure. The
1: jittery Gardy, Hey, ooh, we're losing. You know, great third base coach, but when it came down to crunch time, playoff he, games.
0: He was a great regular season manager and a great Definitely. manager of culture and egos and clubhouse. Yep. But, and then and and he would argue I'm sure that well we had less than rosters against all of those teams we played like those Yankees teams but to not to not at least win a game in some of those years it's...
1: fly in the ointment 2006 though that's the fl- that's where I would push back and say no you, you know if you want to say well the Yankees the Yankees the Yankees then how do you explain and I know that they had lost Francisco but come on the 1987 team won with two starters, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah it's funny because that '06, 06, the '06 06 Oakland A's team, obviously they were a good enough team to get to the playoffs and win whatever 90 games or whatever it was, and they had some players. They had Frank Thomas still had some gas in the tank, but it was a, it was not the early 2000s A's that were,
1: yeah, Jason Giambi
0: beat? and Miguel Tejada and Eric Chavez, I believe, was on that '06. A's team, but it wasn't uh-huh. the same ammunition as they were bringing like five years before, and you got swept. So that's pretty pretty crowded room there for the exorcism.
2: Uh, another yeah. one would be Hori Polacco's glove and arm in 2020.
0: Yeah, the, the, the miscue throw.
2: The miscue yeah. play at second. I'm, I'm putting that. I don't know if we can just put his glove in there. Maybe a glove and a hand. Uh, his, his glove and his hand go into the pool yeah. of this exorcism as well.
0: Yeah, I could see that one for sure. Veteran player. Hopefully he's, he's learned from that mistake. Because well, they're gonna probably going to play that, the Astros. Well, as actually, the, as the Astros lost last position. night to the Mariners, so they might play the Mariners. We'll see. And you won't be yeah. at shortstop.
1: Yes, that's the that's the good thing. I do have ultimate faith that even if he doesn't come back and hit, if Correa plays, you're going to get really good shortstop play.
0: No. Okay. All right, that's a good. Let us know in the YouTube comments section who are we missing here. It's a Twins zero and eighteen playoff utility exorcism, so we can move forward into next week. Free minded, get this team off the Schneid. Maybe they can just bang bang win two games, rip the bandaid off, oh, boom boom, that, win a series.
1: It's going to be at least, no, it, at least three if they do win it.
0: But the problem is if he, and I I know how you know we operate happens. on the show. If they win the first game and then lose games two and three, we nope. will say okay, the zero and eighteen is over. But now it's been twenty one years since you won a playoff series well, going back to the Oakland days ALDS. So if you can just knock all of that out in one. And just move past all of the early two thousand stuff.
1: You guys have been very clear,
0: though, in saying that the point
1: of this show is to win a playoff game. So, are you yeah. guys going to push back a lot? I, I I feel like I've tried to distance myself a bit you so have. that I can come in off the top rope and you slam have. them. Yep. Um, but I mean, if they win a playoff game, the streak's over.
0: Yeah, but the next, but the next talking point. Oh, sure. Pretty quickly will be okay right. now because t- we have to change the tagline of the show. We have just have want the Twins to win a playoff game. game. Yeah. Before uh, I don't know before we die, maybe we can maybe we can just have before I die on all of our shows. But once they win a playoff game, if they don't, then follow up by a, winning a playoff series. That's going to be the next milestone. I know how we work.
1: Mm-hmm. I know, but I, but I'm saying, are you going to? So once if they lose in three, for instance, after the third loss, which would be Thursday, are you going to? celebrate the fact that they won a playoff game and then like on Friday or a week or the next Monday, turn your attention towards the playoff series or are you immediately going to flip the switch?
0: I need to see how they would lose. I like where you're going. Uh Uh-huh. I will, I will let it breathe. I will let, I think winning a playoff game deserves some time to, to live and to breathe and okay. Finally done with that whole thing. That historical longest North American postseason losing streak thing. But then depending on how it happens, there's going to be a lot of discussions about, okay, now what mm-hmm. going forward? I don't know. Declan, is that fair? Yeah,
2: I think that's that's fair. I, I've been very adamant. This win a playoff game and I'm calling everything else gravy. Now, I understand that once I get a little taste, right? Once I get the, if they knock yeah. the monkey off and you in the first happy. game, I probably might change my tune a, t- a bit in, in the moment. But as of right now, I was just talking to one of my best friends on the phone. I said, The goal is not to win a playoff game. The goal is to win a World Series, which yes, I agree with. But dude, it's been twenty years. You and I were eleven years old, we're thirties. You have a kid. You have a wife. I have a fiance. Look at all these things that have happened in eighteen years that haven't happened since the twins last won a playoff game. That's where my goal is. That's where my bar is right now. Playoff
0: game. Yeah. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna beat whoever they play in the first round. I think they're I think they're set up to maybe just win the first two games. Maybe get an extra little day off before they prep for the ALDS. That's right. That. I'm very, very confident in this Twins team right now.
1: I picked them at 19 and 20. No way, no way. I'm yeah, not. Just don't pick in their them.
0: bats. Just, just. I'm not. Stay silent. I'm not
1: confident in, and I'm not. Comf- I'm not confident in their in their playoff bats at all until I see just an explosion of runs.
0: I think you will. I think you might see that in game one. Um, you know, there's an explosion of uh, electrical problems out there that Cody Finch Ooh. is looking. There you go to solve one Maybe. by one throughout the Metro.
1: That's right. Cause our, our guy, uh, Cody from Finch Home Solutions does an outstanding job. He and his team, I'm going to tell you right now, fast, efficient, courteous. They're fantastic. They have been into my house, and if Sports Dad allows you into his house, guess what? I'm going to tell you right now, five-star, you should do the exact same thing. Any electrical issues that you have in your home, Finch Home Solutions is going to take care of them. And right now, sign up for the Finch Friends and Family Plan, one free electrical inspection a year. Uh, You get no dispatch fee, priority dispatch fee. So if you have a problem, when you call, guess what? You shoot right to the top of that list. Um, Also, 10% discount on all work performed in your home. Only $9.95 a month. Big or small, Finch Home Solutions can fix the problem. 612-357-2604 or finchhomesolutions.com. Don't DIY this. There are some things that you should try to DIY Electrical is not one, so FinchHomeSolutions.com is where the problems get solved.
2: You said you can let Finch into your home. Mackie got to see me in a Twins playoff series three years ago. Does this mean I you, you have to experience it now too, Judd? You have to let me in your house, I think, for a playoff game.
1: Wait, a, hold on a second. We've gone from I want to watch it with no one to my fiancé might stay home to now the, and oh, the, the dog's going to stay home. And now you're going to be, okay, well, wait, it's all home. Home games, and I'm going to try and go. I was going to say, if the Twins play a road playoff game, you can come to my house. Oh my god, with with Vinny. Oh, with Vinny.
2: I got to bring Vinny. With that's Vinny. that's kind of the peace offering. I wow. got to see Vinny.
1: NutraSource. Okay. All right, Stella. Okay. And Vinny. Okay. Might get my guy <laughs> Ryder here. Be a great time.
0: Okay. This maybe this is a write that down prediction because it really it's a parlay that yeah. the Twins would I love get Arden. to the American <laughs> League Division Series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love my dogs. Also, before we get to the Immaculate Grid Challenge here, a shout out to our friends over at Power Lodge and Miller Marine. So uh, Power Lodge is Minnesota's CF Moto Superstore. And since they buy more, you save more. Power Lodge can save you thousands on CF Moto off-road and side-by-sides. Four-by-four starting at an unbelievable $45.99. So get ready for whatever the wilderness throws at you this fall as we hit into those uh, crisp months. Power Lodge... With their uh, several locations across the metro, Ramsey, Sauk Rapids, Anamia, St. Cloud, uh, Brainerd, and then uh, we've got Miller Marine in St. Cloud, I should say. PowerLodge.com to find out more information. All right, are you guys ready here for another Immaculate Grid Challenge? Let's do it. We'll put eight minutes on the clock again, just for some framework, just to keep us from going too far over our uh, recorded schedule. So we're looking to go nine for nine here, boys. That's how we become immaculate today. And uh, to do that, we're looking for a cardinal who was a Red Sox, a cardinal who had 200 hits in a season, and a cardinal who's in the Hall of Fame. Wow. We're looking for a tiger who was a Red Sox, a tiger who had 200 hits in the season, and a tiger who's in the Hall of Fame, a giant who was a Red Sox, a giant with 200 hits, and a giant in the Hall of Fame. And then we're looking for a Red Sox I think we already did this, right? No, a Red Sox who was... A giant. Yeah, we covered all of this.
2: Yeah, 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 you did.
0: We covered those. Yep. You can see the visual on the YouTube channel. For the audio audience, we'll do our best. All right, Judd, go ahead. You get 10 seconds to complain no. about the grid.
1: No, they don't listen. 200 plus hits in a season. Give me a break. The Hall of Fame's fine. Give me teams. Quit being lazy. Yeah. Give me teams.
2: No, you can we go don't. back and play old grids. Do you know
1: that now? I don't yeah. want to play old grids. I want the folks that... Do the grids to do their job and quit bailing out right. with your ten, seconds, yeah.
0: your ten seconds. Your ten seconds up. Stop bringing on the to, bike.
1: Yeah. All right, let's go.
0: We let's have heritage franchises here, boys. Like yeah. we have hundreds of years of history with Red Sox, Cardinals, Tigers, Giants. So eight minutes on the clock. Here we go. Mm. Hall of Famers. I mean Stan Musial for the Cardinals. Lou Bob Brock. Gibson, Lou Brock. Is
2: there any? Twins Hall of Famer that passed through those teams. Hall of Famer that played for the Twins that passed through those teams. They don't have to be solely like their induction. They just had to pass through.
1: Well, there's not a lot of... Jack,
2: like Jack Morris would work, obviously, right? For Tigers.
0: Uh, yep. yes, yes, he would work. But let's hold on. I mean, Ty Cobb would work for that. Al Kaline Al is a Hall of Famer. Yep. which one of those we we can hunt for a rarity score here a little bit. I
2: would say 200 hits in a season is hard to do in modern era. And I think we're going to have to go back and go back for 200 hits for some of those guys.
1: What did we get like wrong for a a couple weeks ago? There, there was MVP. Lickwood.
0: I think it was MVP, right? Okay. but who was okay. the one, uh, God, I hmm. just blanked. Who was the other, uh, the other old school tiger, tiger. that, uh, home run guy. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, the catcher. Um, I have Hack Wilson's name in my head, but he was the Cub. Yeah, but Al Al Kaline is a Hall of Famer, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, Al Kaline, Lou Brock, Uh, Bob Gibson, like you uh, said, Pudge Green. Was it Hank Greenberg? Was that the other guy that I was? That's right. Yes. Okay. Even Pudge would work. Pudge is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, so I don't know. You want to just which one of those guys? Like, let's say Lou Brock, Pudge. Ty Cobb, or who was the other one that we just brought up? Pudge, Greenberg? Ty Cobb, Greenberg? Hank Greenberg. I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer, actually.
1: No, but uh, that's pro- what you just said. Probably is.
0: Probably is. So who's who's Al good, Kaline's? Gonna... Al Kaline's probably going to be the. But was was Judd? Was Al Kaline a Hall of Famer, or was he just a really well, good player?
1: No, he was a Hall of Famer. But I wonder. Okay. If, but, but but wouldn't Pudge be the? Wouldn't Pudge be the? The most surprising Tiger, like. Wouldn't that I
0: don't be the know, one, man? Declan, or, what do you think would would Pudge be a high rarity score? We're going for rarity score here yeah. for the audience. So,
2: I think Pudge would be lower than like Cobb and Kaline.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm, f- yeah. I'm fine with. I'm. I don't know. Let's. It's probably fifteen percent or something. Whatever. Oh, 6 percent. Six percent. Yeah. Because I don't think people think of Pudge as a tiger. Okay, Cardinals. Old school options would be, we say, Lou Brock. Yep. Ozzy yep. Smith. Rod, oh, yep. Roger Rogers Hornsby was a Cardinal and a mm-hmm. Cub. Mm-hmm. That's right. Back in the day, that's right. Um,
1: Roger Hor- Rogers Stan Hornsby Muziel. would be pretty rare, right? Right now, like well, I he's, mean, he's a, a
0: hundred-year-old. That's player. what I'm saying.
1: He's a great player, but
0: it's a. He also would be. You could use him various. for the 200 hits because he was a big. He was like. didn't he hit like 400 in a season. Pretty sure. So you, how's you could. He,
1: how's he Smith's interesting.
0: What if we used Hornsby for the 200-hit Cardinal? Okay. Because mm-hmm. his his thing was like, he was batting average guy. Oh, you know who's early... a great... I I got a
1: Cardinal for you
0: for the Hall of Fame. Jim Cott. There you go. That's,
2: oh. what, I, that's what I was...
0: That's There we go. Yeah. Okay. That's going to be low. 0.2. 0.2% Bingo, you deadly. son of a... You bastard. Okay, so for 200 hits in a season... Right Ozzie Smith wasn't a great hitter, but he may have he may have made enough contact to get 200. I would say Hor- Hornsby's probably our. It's probably our guy. Five. Five percent. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Okay. We're working it. We're working uh, it.
2: Didn't wasn't Giants Hall of wasn't this on here like over the weekend we were texting about it? Did we have? Didn't we have Giants uh, Hall of Fame? The Giants were on a well, Saturday grid.
0: Well, we can start rattling off. I mean, Willie McCovey. Maze. Willie Mays, yeah, Barry Bonds. Well, Barry Bonds, no, actually, no, Barry Bonds doesn't work.
1: <laughs> Mays was the answer, I think, on the weekend that I saw. That's the yeah. one that I put in. Um, but that's going to be, I mean, that's high still because he's such Willie a Maze. legendary player.
0: I think yeah. Mays and McCovey are both going to be pretty high, right? I'm trying to think. And of And again, other there's guys. no Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson's
2: good. Is the, and there's no twin Ooh. we can think of that's a Hall of Famer that stopped through the Giants, like uh.
0: Who are the Twins Hall of Famers? Puckett,
2: Cott, Molitor, Winfield, um,
1: Carew, Daddy, Killer Brew, obviously. Killer. Did not. No, I don't think there are any Giants.
0: Okay. okay. Did we go Randy Johnson here? Randy? Is he obscure yeah. enough? Yeah. Yes. Yes. You don't think he, of him as a giant. You don't think of him as a
1: giant. Yes. No. I 11. never think of him as a 11%. giant. 11%. That's not bad.
0: It's not terrible. Probably tells you there's actually not that many Giant Hall of Famers. There's no. not. No. Okay. Okay, two hundred hit uh, tigers. Oh, I mean, Ty Cobb.
2: Um, there is a modern one. I th- um, that's not Cabrera either, because that'll be high. Um, Maglio Ordóñez. We'll
0: Maglio Ordonius. Okay, he was a big batting average guy. He was you, a three hundred hitter. A
2: title, I'm pretty sure.
0: Right. He was a three hundred hitter for sure. Maglio, I, I'm. I'm fairly confident that you're right on this. So okay. I trust him.
2: Nice. Yeah. Four.
0: Four percent, dude. Four percent. Beautiful.
1: Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Okay, Giants. Will,
0: Will Clark get to 200, boys? Will, so, Will Clark was a 300 hitter. He might have been a career 300 hitter. He was a 300 hitter multiple times in the late 80s, early 90s. Let mm-hmm. Let's just go right down Will Clark. Um.
1: Bill, Bill Madlock <sighs> ever get to 200?
2: Did Bobby Bonds... Bobby Bonds played it for the Giants and, and California
1: Angels, right? Did yeah, he go to the Giants? Like eight, he played for like eight teams. I
0: don't know if he got to 200 or not. I think uh, he very well could have been. Did, did Bobby Thompson, wasn't he the shot heard around the world? Was that Giants? Was yes. that Giants? Was yes, he yes a, but
1: I don't he's know. If kind he of a guy hits. No clue. And I don't, yeah, I wouldn't count on that. Yeah, those M- New York Giants. McCovey, teams
0: some,
1: Mays, uh, But Stretchville, was a power guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, he was a big guy. I don't know that he was uh, batting, at, you know, I don't know that, that right. he would be 200 hits.
0: Jeff Kent? did he get 200? Jeff Kent won, he, Jeff Kent won an MVP in the Barry Bonds era. Hmm? 300 hitter it. at we one point. I would say either Will, Will Clark or Jeff Kent would be.
1: I have more confidence in Will Clark, but you're probably right. D- On Jeff Kent, I just don't I, remember it.
0: I do too because hitters struck out a lot less in the '80s.
1: He was a magnificent hitter. I'll be shocked if he doesn't. So have Will, too Will, Clark. Will
0: Clark. Will Clark. Right. Yeah. I'm with Judd. I stand with Judd. Come on. No! Dang it! Uh, I'm shocked. <sighs> I am shocked. Kent didn't do it either. Kent didn't do it either.
2: Son of a biscuit. Also, AJ Pierzynski works for two of these three squares, or two of yeah, mm-hmm. two of these squares. <sighs>
1: that is. Oh my dude! God. Will Clark
0: had a hundred ninety-six hits. in Oh 1989. my god! It
1: happened to Jim Palmer again. Oh man, that stinks. Oh, Bobby Bonds. I can't do the shows anymore today. Bonds
0: I'm curious how McCovey, Willie oh, McCovey, it, it. McCovey never did it. McCovey never did it. Willie Mays had to have right. Willie probably did it. So Bobby did it. Yep. Barry did it. Uh, Mays did it. Um. Dude, Willie, Willie Mays only did it once. Wow. 1958. Son Holy of. Holy cow. God, we had a good thing going here, too.
2: Dang it. That stinks. <sighs> ah, man. That is, uh, that's brutal. That yeah. is how ma- brutal. Okay,
0: how many? So there are 15 guys in Giants history we could have chosen there. There's probably a couple obscure ones, too. Uh, Rich. You know. uh, Is it? Rich oh, Aurelia? It? Yep, he did it. Rich Aurelia.
1: Did, did uh, Mel Ott do it? No. Okay. So Aurelia,
2: Bobby Bonds, Willie Mays, Don Mueller. After that, that's it. The, for the, Of the first fourth from oh 1954. After that, there is a lot, but there's like 1936 on. And like Jojo Moore, <laughs> Bill Terry, um, Freddie Lindstrom. Like there's just, it's all New York Giants I'm, too. So only I'm, three I'm San Francisco right. Giants have ever done this.
0: I hate Mel, I Mel hate Otte this did, category. Mel Ott never did it, man. These are like legendary 300 hitters that never did it. Mel uh, Ott was a 300 career hitter. How did Will, Clark, a,
1: how did Will Clark not get to 200 one season? I mean 196, that's ridiculous. It's a, it's a lot of hits.
0: But Rich Aurelia did it. Rich Aurelia is a good player, but it just sometimes it's if, if you strike out or walk too much. Yeah, exactly. You're it's gonna take away from your hits. So <sighs> Ah well it. there's always tomorrow. You're on the Scornorth Twin Show.
1: Tomorrow.
0: We appreciate you guys. Hey, you can help us grow this thing here, uh, which we we relaunched this after a two-year hiatus, the Scornorth Twin Show, after the All-Star break. And uh, you can find it at Apple, Spotify, if you can give us a five-star rating and a positive review to help grow this thing. And then click that subscribe button on the Scornorth YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, hopefully the exorcism exercise that we did today helps clear everyone's minds going into the Wild Card Series, next week.